You're listening to the Sip and Vibe podcast, hosted by your babe, Alexis Amato. I'm a former struggling bartender and makeup artist who transformed herself to a six-figure career boss who traveled globally in hotel sales. Now, I'm a master mindset coach and a CEO of my own life with three businesses that I built from the ground up. I'm here to push you past your limits and give you the inspiration you need to say goodbye to what's holding you back and hello to the dream life ahead of you. By implementing mindful practices into your daily life, you will step out of the box and start reaching towards your boss babe within. So sit back, take a sip, and let's vibe. Welcome back to the Sip and Vibe podcast. I am your host and business mentor, manifestation mentor, Alexis Amato, aka Manifest with Alexis, aka Full of Sips, depending on where you're following me at. I hope you are having a beautiful day and thank you so much for pressing play today. Today's episode really came from, honestly, my best friend. I have... Um, I have a best friend. It was her 40th birthday yesterday. Can you believe it? I'm turning 40 as well. For those of you who don't know me, um, I am turning 40 and I get a lot that I look younger, but you know, I've never been married. I don't have any kids and you know what? I've never actually had any work done. Um, I am a full uh, proponent for anybody who wants to get work done. Like that is you, your body, you do you. However, I do think that people who get um, Botox at an early age look older. Um, yes, it's preventative, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I honestly don't believe that. I think that's bullshit and a selling tactic for people to buy it. And um, again, not against it if that's what they want to do. However, I get told that I look a lot younger than a lot of my friends who are over 10 years older than me. I mean, sorry, younger than me because they've been getting Botox since they were like 21. You know what I mean? So um, it's not like they look old as in wrinkly. It's like your face matures from getting work done. So anyways, I don't know why I went on that rant. That's kind of funny. But um, I was just thinking about that because I do honestly, I get told all the time, like when I, uh, when we were in Jersey and I gave him my uh, ID to get into the bar, he was like, what? When Walt met me, he thought I was 26 and I was 36. I was like, thank you though. I was like, Actually, it was like five days after my 36th birthday that I met Walt. And um, yeah, but I don't know yeah, why I'm on this rant. It honestly has nothing to do with this episode, except I just like to explain because people always say um, that they can't believe that I'm 39. And honestly, you guys, like you probably feel this way too, but I don't feel 39 in my body. Like I still feel like I'm 25 minus all the freaking drugs and alcohol I was doing back in the day. Um, I still, I still feel like, you know, I could take on the world. Mm. Water is needed this morning. I'm starting to use one of those big bottles. It's like, how many ounces is it? Let me see. Oh, it goes by milliliters, 1800 milliliters, whatever that is. I don't know, 64 ounces maybe. So, okay. 
going back to the episode. So it was my best friend's birthday yesterday, 40, which made me think of me turning 40. And I, I just had this like epiphany that I needed to do this episode because I feel like this is a topic that has come up so much and it needs to be addressed because a lot of women need support on it. And I'm sure men too, you know, navigating friendships is is hard as you get older. We are in relationships and married. We have kids, we have careers, we're building businesses. And a lot of people um, end up losing friendships and because they don't know how to navigate them. I'm going to give us five tips today. I'm going to give you my five tips. I feel like of my best, best friends, I have all kept very close friendships. So I have my one, my, my best friend, Nancy, she's the one who just turned 40. Nancy and I have been friends since we were three years old. Our beach houses were next to each other. Actually, it was my beach house and her actual house was on the beach. So, um, my family, actually, we had two beach houses in Lordship Stratford in Connecticut. And then um, Nancy had her house too. And we were literally right next to each other. So we have been best friends since three years old, like at each other's birthday parties. She would come on trips with me and my family. Um, and she has just been uh, a constant in my life. I moved to California. She moved to Chicago. And we both ended up in Connecticut, but, uh, she moved, she moved back here like 10 or 15 years ago, but I moved here about five years ago, not about five years ago. Um, I have my best friend, Marissa, her and I have been best friends since 13 years old. I talk about her a lot on this podcast because she is, um, I, she's involved in a lot of stuff in my life. Um, I have two best friends from California, Tiffany, She is a boss babe entrepreneur, just like me. She is a uh, seven-figure earner with her real estate company. She sells million-dollar homes. Um, Her husband is also a business entrepreneur and very, very um, successful. He's written books. He has met the president. He um, has been written about multiple times. He develops apps, and he also has some sort of football betting thing, I think. I don't know. I I don't dive deep, too deep into it. And then I have my other best friend, Brenda. Um, She is my sorority little sister and um, also successful and amazing. And we've just been, we've been friends for, so I've been friends with Tiffany since middle school. So like sixth grade. And then I have been friends with Brenda since college. So she would be like my fourth best friend. Um, in terms of meeting, I mean, like dates and times. So to me, like the fact that I've kept so like multiple long-term friendships, I feel like that gives me the credibility to be able to talk about what works in a friendship and what doesn't. And don't get me wrong. You guys have heard, um, you guys have heard, uh, in my episode, I can't remember what number it is, but I talk about losing, gaining, and maintaining friendships. And I talk about some friendships that I lost and why I feel like I lost them. And um, at the end of the day, if you lose a friendship, it's probably because it wasn't aligned for you. 
And this episode is really talking about navigating the friendships that are really matter to you, not the ones with the people that you necessarily maybe just met or they're like fair weather friends or just friends that you just go out with or see at networking events. Like this episode is more talking to the friends that you really, really want to even develop your friendship even more. You want them to be your friend forever. You want them in your life forever and how to navigate that and ensure that you guys don't stray. Um, I also want to mention on top of my best friends, my the, the four, the fab four, who, by the way, all know each other, which I love. Like they've all met each other at some point in time. Um, all four of them, even though two are in California and two in Connecticut, they've all met each other. I have another group of girlfriends. There's like six of us. And we all worked at Joe's Crab Shack together for many years. I think I worked at Joe's Crab Shack for like six years, like even out of college. And um, we all became really close friends. We go on a trip once a year together. We're actually going to Santa Barbara in September, so next month. Um, And I... Uh, also have been able to navigate those friendships, which have been since I was, what, 24, 25, I met them. So almost 15 years I've been friends with them as well. So I'm going to get into my five tips to navigate friendships in a healthy way. And again, this is for the friendships that you want to keep and that matter to you. You know, one problem I think that we have when we are in our 30s, like I said, we have so much going on, right? And we have the intention to make new friends. Like for me, I have had an intention of I want to make new friends who are also business owners. I only have one friend, I think, that's a business owner, like one that I actually like hang out with and talk to. And it's hard out here. Like I want somebody to lean on and to talk to. And I try to make friends when I go to networking events. But again, like I feel like it's fair weather friends. Like you say you're going to meet up and then one of you will follow up and the other one will say, oh, I can't do this date. And, you know, when you're together, you're like, we need to hang out. Oh my God, you are so amazing. I can't believe I met you. I cannot wait to hang out with you. We are going to be best friends. Like has that ever happened to you? But then you go and you try to like – make plans with them and then they don't. There's like one specific person I have in mind that like this happens every time I see her. Like we always say we're going to get together and I feel like I put out an effort to try and she doesn't really. Um, But that's okay. Like it is what it is and it just isn't meant to be. Um, But making making friends are hard in, in our 30s. And so I've kind of come to a realization and actually Walt is the one who helped me come to this. It's like Instead of trying to go after too many new friendships, allow those to come naturally and to stay naturally. And instead, put your focus on the friendships that are already in front of you that you want to keep. So, okay, let's get into the first tip. So the first thing I want to say is to be honest in your friendship. And that's having the deep talks. It's getting together. And when you're together, not just talking about what you need to catch up on, what you just did with the kids or what you, the vacation you and your husband, talking about how you felt when you were on the vacation. And I will literally do that to, you know, the girls. Like, I'll be like, oh, okay, how was your vacation? Oh, it was good. We did XYZ, XYZ, XYZ. Okay, how did that make you feel? 
Like, how did you feel when you were on vacation? Like, I don't want to just know the surface things. I want to know how you feel, you know, and being really, really honest with what you need from a friendship. Okay. So this goes back to also the deep talks. I've had a talk recently with one of my best friends where I told her, you know, we had something planned for a special occasion. And I really, I was really pushing for a sleepover, like getting a room together or having her sleep at my house. And she kept like reverting that. And, and I just was like, listen, this is why I'm pushing for a sleepover. And my reasoning for pushing for a sleepover, um, is, and also a tip, but not one that I wrote down, but you know, when you have a, like a sleepover, like you guys are actually away together or you're, you don't have the distractions of the kids or the relationship, you can only get through so much in a couple hours at dinner or whatever you're doing together. So to me, like, I love those like stay up late night talks and like the morning talks, because I think that's a lot when you get to know a person more and or get deeper with them. And I think that they're integral to certain friendships. I think having those, those sleepovers and don't get me wrong. I do have one of the, one of the besties, her and I, um, she'll never sleep at my house. Like she's just that person. Like she's, she's very wary, but I have gone away with her before. And I have gone uh, on multiple vacations with her before, and I've slept at her house before. So, you know, I do just think that's, it's different. It's like you get into their world uh, and their habits, their, their habituals, um, when you get to have a sleepover. And I don't know if maybe you might be listening and be like, that's creepy. Why do you want to sleep with you? like have a sleepover with your friend, but, um, think about with your partner or with your children and how much you get to know them by being with them for like a full 24 hours. And that's how it is with friendships too. Like it's not rocket scientists. The more time you spend, the more close you guys are going to get. And so that's what I, when I was like, listen, uh, and how I had the conversation is I just said, um, I, am at a point where like, I want deep friendships. And to me, like, I feel like I want and am craving having more time with my best friends. And, um, you know, so at the end of the day, like we're going to just spend like a long day together and that's fine. But I was just, I felt like I had to explain myself. And if I kept that in, that would be resentment. And so you need to just be super open and honest with your friends about what you need from their friendship. However, you also need to respect their boundaries in the same tip. Because if your friend is not the type of person who will sleep at your house or likes to sleep at other people's houses, or um, they're not the type of friend who wants to talk to you on the phone every day. I have a friend, not like a best friend, but like a good friend who they want to talk to me. She wants to talk to me like Monday through Friday. And, you know, I also kind of do some work for her too. So it is a a gray area, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't talk to my, like, if I'm going to talk to anybody every day, it's going to be my fucking mother. Okay. (laughs) Um, so like my mom is the only one who gets that attention from me and I don't even talk to her every day. So you have to respect people's boundaries. Like, you know, like, Oh, I want to see you once a week. I feel like that is a little, um, you know, abrasive for certain people. But again, it's about being honest for what is right in your friendship, right? So, okay. The second tip 
make some sort of schedule, whatever that is. Um, and again, this goes back to boundaries because this allows you guys to talk about it, be honest about it, and then not cross boundaries. So for instance, like Nancy and I, we do an overnight trip once a year. That's actually the one that we're trying to plan, but we haven't planned it yet. So I think we're actually going to do Salem in October, which I'm super excited about. Um, so uh, I was just thinking of something I wanted to surprise her with. Sorry, <laughs> squirrel. Okay. So getting um, back to it is just making some sort of schedule. So me and the girls from California, the, the six of us, whatever, we um, we do a trip every single year. This year we're going to Santa Barbara. We're doing wine tasting. Last year we actually um, had a lake house in Wisconsin on – oh, I don't remember which lake – the year before that, we did – I think they came to visit me in Connecticut. Oh, no, 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 It was Julie's wedding. So we actually went to L.A. and did like a weekend together for the wedding. And then the year before that, they came to visit me in Connecticut and we did the city, like New York City. Can't remember what we did the year before. Anyways, we always stick to it. Like sometimes some girls can't come, you know, they're pregnant or what whatnot. Um, actually, one of the girls is pregnant this time and she's coming, so that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, we, we have a schedule, you know, this is, this is what we're going to do. Or it could even be like, if you're not close, you could be like, um, you know, I call this person, you know, on the third Friday of every month or that week, if you're like me, who you don't like to have like an exact day. I, um, I think this is like, I love this. And so this is what I do. I put all of my best friends and the people that I really, it's important for me to stay in touch with, I put them on my favorites list under my contacts on my phone. When I am driving long distances by myself and, or even if it's just 15 to 20 minutes, you know, I go to that favorites list before I put on my music or my podcast and I pick one person or two people to call. I have actually done this where I've called like five or six people and none of them pick up because people think it's weird um, to talk on the phone these days, especially if you're, you know, under 30. Um, but for us in our 30s, you know, and, and 40s and above, I like to talk on the phone still, you know, not forever, but I do like to be on the phone. I like to hear their voice and you get so much more across than through a text message because there's emotion in the voice and it's not just reading. So that would be my second tip, tip is to make some sort of schedule for yourself to ensure that you stay up to date on calling them. And I just want to say, if your friends call you, please try to call them back. I'm not the best at it, but I try my hardest, like writing it down, like, oh shit, Julie called me. And even if it's a week later or a few days later, call them the fuck back. Because if not, then you're not making any effort. Okay. Number three is to send to some sort of tokens of affection. This shows your friend that you care about them and that you love them and that you support them. So some things that me and my friends do, um, like a lot of my, uh, like one of my friends, she sends me a lot of inspirational quotes and like things that say like, bestie, I just want you to know I'm super proud of you and you're, you're doing a great job, like that type of stuff. So I have a friend who sends me that. Um, I have a friend who will send me like, uh, like flowers and that type of stuff. And that's kind of the type of friend I am like. 
I show my love with gifts, right? So, um, over like just writing a letter, I would be more inclined to send flowers or an edible arrangement and, or like take care of dinner for you or something like that. Um, and so that would be like my tokens of affection. Um, it could be like a hug and telling them that you love them and that you, um, support them. It could be a note. It could be a sweet text just to say that you were thinking about them today. I have a lot of girlfriends who, um, send me like sweet text messages and I, and I absolutely love it. It's just that the fact that they're, you know, thinking of their day, um, Oh, and I just thought of something and this kind of actually it's kind of to this one, but also to number two to, to having a schedule. There are two girlfriends that I have that are like really good friends and we voice memo on every Wednesday. We call it voice memo Wednesday. The three of us are friends, but um, I actually our voice memos are with separately with each other, which is funny. Um, but yeah, we send each other voice memos. If you are not into voice memoing and you're the type of person who you always feel like you don't have time to text people, I highly, highly suggest that you um, try voice memoing. I learned this from my friend Shelby, and I've been voice memoing friends now for like seven years. And it's just so much easier because you hear the emotion in your voice. You can talk um, and then they can respond, like listen and respond. So it's not like, you are taking the time to like text out this whole thing, which would take forever. And you also don't have time to sit on the phone and talk to them because maybe you're with the kids or, you know, you have too many things to do that day. So, um, voice memoing is really, really awesome for something like that because it allows you guys to hear each other's voices and then also be able to, um, respond when you have time. Um, but yeah, any sort of token affection. So I was gonna say, yeah, on Wednesdays, like I voice memo my friends and tell them that, you know, how I'm thinking about them and we catch up and stuff. So whatever it looks like to you, like maybe just bring them a little gift. My assistant, who also is like one of my best friends, she, um, came to my house, uh, the other day and she brought me, she knows that I've been talking about how I want those clamps for your towel on your beach chair, you know, so your, um, your towel doesn't fly off. And she just, just such a simple gift, but she's just so thoughtful and just makes me feel so loved. So I love that. Um, okay. So number four is, um, when you're together, make sure that you stay present. We have a, habit in this society of being on our phones way too much. Try to, when you're talking with your friends and you're, you're present with them, put your phone away. Don't be texting other people. If you need time to text back your husband or your kids or work or something, say, I need one minute to finish this text message and then I'm going to give you my time or I'm going to, um, be more present for you. I say that all the time. My brother just called me the other day and I was doing too much. Like I had, um, I just got into a meeting. I had somebody else calling me and I was like, brother, I need to, I need to talk to you later. Cause I can't be present for you right now. And I can't hold space for you right now. And just be super, um, honest about that. But when you are together, make sure you stay present. If it is hard for you to stay present, one thing that you can do in your conversations is to ask them questions. Most of you guys know I smoke a lot of weed. If you guys didn't know that, here we are. Um, you know, I got off of all my pills and um, stuff when I was 27 years old and I went to only plant-based things. So anyways, 
uh, backstory. But if you want to be present, because I do smoke sometimes, I can go into la la land sometimes when I'm like listening to somebody. Um, the best way to stay present is to ask them questions. So if they're like, oh yeah, um, yeah, we went to Cape Cod. Oh, okay. How did you get there? You know what I mean? Just like asking, like don't interrupt them per se, but definitely keep asking questions. So you stay engaged in the conversation. And the last one, which is my favorite, do new things together. Experience new things with your best friends. Experience things with your friends. Go to a new show. Go to go hiking, a uh, new hike for the first time. Go zip lining for the first time. I did that with my retreat babes. Um, go, I don't know. I'm like trying to think of new things that we've done. Like go to new cities, go to new places. Like Nancy and I are going to Salem. I've never been to Salem before. She used to go to school in Boston, but she hasn't been in forever. And we're going to go do the witchy stuff. Like go do new things together, experience new things. It brings you guys closer together because it's something that just the two of you share. It's not something that you did with anybody else. So, okay. I went through my five tips for navigating friendship. I'm just going to run through them one more time really quick. But the first one is to make sure that you're honest and open about what you need for the friendship and have those deep talks. The second one is to have some sort of schedule in which you guys either hang out or talk or voice memo, whatever you decide. Number three is tokens of affection. Make sure that you are sending them things to let them know that you are thinking of them. Number four is when you're together, stay present. Ensure that you are engaged in the conversation and that you are not in la-la land or doing other things to make them feel like, oh, every time I hang out with her, she's always like on her phone, you know? And number five, do new things together. Get out of your comfort zone together. Support each other. Challenge each other. And your friendships will be amazing. If you do want to make some new friendships that will 1,000% be deep AF, I just announced that I opened up applications for my winter 2024 vibe retreat. And this is my manifestation retreat, which will be in the beautiful island of Oahu, Hawaii. And I am so, so excited to present this retreat. I already had a few babes sign up in the pre-sale. I officially launched it yesterday and um, we have five spots left. I will put the link in the show notes if you would like to check it out and apply. We do currently have three and six month payment plans. If you'd like to go on that, always DM me or um, email me if you have any questions. Um, and I would love to have you come to Hawaii so I can teach you how to deepen your friendships and have meaningful friendships. And it'll be a journey like no other. I hope you guys have a, an amazing day and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Bye. Mwah.